The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Whether she's a Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter, we'll untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Purse strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan, senior principal at Carmichael Lynch Spong, as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Good afternoon. Welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan. Thanks so much for joining me today. You can catch Purse Strings right here every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Each and every week, you'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country. The 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending, the woman. Well, speaking of women, I was reading an article in New York Times Online. Stuart Elliott, love him. He's always got some really great insights. This article from Stuart is uh, from October 16th, and it's about ways that print publications are going after women to expand their business. And the particular example that came to me and kind of as a blinding flash, because I thought it was an interesting twist, was the fact that Marie Claire, um, you may know Marie Claire as kind of the Trend Forward magazine, uh, has a U.S.-based uh, publisher, but but it also has its roots in, in France. Well, they're actually coming out with a supplement devoted to working women. Now, I find it interesting, number one, that they want to segment working women from, quote-unquote, the other women out there, considering that most of us are working, where 51% of the population and more than uh, the majority of us are actually working either part-time or full-time. And many of us are bringing home the bacon, if you will, for the family because either our partner or spouse isn't working or underemployed. So I find it interesting that it's a supplement devoted to working women. I don't know that that's going to get the job done. But anyway, pretty interesting. Um, According to Stuart Elliott, uh, this first supplement is 72 pages long. It's going to be coming out uh, in the November issue of the Marie Claire magazine, and it's going to be sent to subscribers in the 10 largest markets. It's also going to be available uh, for 100,000 copies to be sold at newsstands. Now, on the cover, I also found this interesting, is actress Katie Holmes. Now, I suppose she works. Yes, I'm sure she does. Although I wouldn't classify her as the quintessential working woman. So anyway, I thought that was interesting as well. Uh, The November issue is devoted to the subject of money. And apparently that's why Hearst, uh, which um, is published as a joint venture, uh, with the uh, the French company that puts it out. I guess that's why they thought working women would be a good supplement for that issue. Again, it's devoted to the subject of money. The supplement is called Marie Claire at Work. That's at, the little at symbol. And it's called your Get Ahead Guide for Career, Style, and Success. Now, according to Stuart Elliott, apparently 87% of the readers of this magazine are women ages 21 to 34. And guess what? Yep, they work. Um, and so they, they're not only doing the supplement, but there's also a, we- 
um, a website called Marie Claire at Work. Um, and they're also going to be extending it um, to a career network on LinkedIn, which I thought was very interesting. Uh, they'll be sending out two additional supplements next year in April and November, according to publishers at Marie Claire. And their dream is to do it actually four times a year. Now, they're extending this also into live events. Um, one of the presenting, well, the presenting sponsor is Express for this supplement. That's the retailer that kind of um, goes after 20-some young women. And um, they are going to be presenting what they call a speaker series of four events called Power Lunch with Marie Claire at Work. They're going to be held in New York in October and November. So I thought that's interesting. Now, to launch Marie Claire at work, um, they're also sending manicurists into offices of 10 leading agencies in Chicago, L.A., New York, and San Francisco to try to get the buzz generated. So pretty interesting. Now, not to be outdone, Meredith Corporation has started a website called Recipe.com and acquired two food magazines, Eating Well and Every Day with Rachel Ray, according to Stuart Elliott. Food and Wine Magazine is running a 24-page advertorial in its January issue that's going to be titled Top Chef Magazine. And, yep, you're right. It's um, after the Bravo series Top Chef. Uh, and, yes, Food and Wine is a sponsor of that program. Um, there's lots of other partnerships happening where you kind of have the blending of uh, reality TV, TV, and and print. Hearst and Scripps has connected themselves to come out with two publications, one called Food Network Magazine and the other HGTV Magazine. Now, clearly, uh, print isn't dead. We know that. We women especially are huge fans of the printed word, especially when it comes with glossy photos. And um, But it's, it's a way to extend the impact of the print publication into all different areas, kind of a 360 approach. I'll be interested to see how Marie Claire at work does. And you bet I'm going to be picking up that November issue to check it out. Well, our first profile today is the technophile female, and she's kind of the Marie Claire Reader, if you will. There's more than 3 million of these women out there, median age of 30, college grads, married, employed full-time, but no kids. They're making over $100,000 a year, and they reside mainly in major metropolitan areas, the same uh, places where those manicurists are going to be making their visits. Uh, technophile females are, yep, technophile technology lovers. They keep up on the developments in technology. They buy the latest new gadgets. They love to learn all they can about any electronic product that they purchase. And their friends actually seek their advice when, when buying electronic equipment. They're the first adopters for sure when it comes to the latest gadgets. And um, not only gadgets, but also other things. They love to go to new stores. They shop new stores, new brands. Uh, they consider themselves intellectually curious, and they love to switch things up. They go after new styles just for novelty and the change of it all. And they see themselves as advent, um, adventurous and opportunistic, but at the same time, val valuing quality. So where are they shopping? Well, yeah, they're shopping at Express. You know, that retailer isn't stupid. They know where their, their, um, their huge fan base uh, lies. They're also shopping at Banana Republic, Gap. Um, the Limited. Um, they're driving Volkswagen, Jeep, Honda, and Toyota. And uh, where are they reading and watching? Well, they're reading Wired, Self, In Style, and New York Magazine. 
They're watching BH1, E, HGTV, and they're online at CNN, eBay, Monster, and Netflix. Well, my guest for today knows a lot about the technophile female, I can guarantee you that, and also pretty much anything else related to what's going on online. Jim Lisinski is Google's Managing Director of U.S. Sales and Service, and he's recently put out a new ebook called Winning the Zero Moment of Truth, or as he likes to call it, ZMOT. Well, this is a, a pretty big idea, and it's one that could be a game changer for a lot of companies. And if you're listening today, Jim's going to give us the inside scoop of ZMOT, how to leverage it on your behalf, and, and leverage it, frankly, on the behalf of your potential customer. More when Purse Strings returns after the break. Okay, time for something we can all relate to, shopping. Purse Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Think about it. You work so hard with your existing clients. How much time do you have every day to recruit more clients, expand your business, and add more value to your service? Let WebmasterRadio.fm do the work for you. We're the premier business-to-business on-air and on-demand podcast network with shows like SEO Rockstars, SEO 101, and SEM Synergy. We can tailor an ad campaign that includes 30 seconds every hour and a 30-minute special every month. Plus, the banner ads and links you need to reach our built-in audience and our legions of loyal listeners and podcasters. What you charge in hours for service is all it takes to get started on the fast lane to growing your business. Contact sales at webmasterradio.fm for consultation today. As you know, being an expert at f- <gasps> What did she say? Requires lots of practice and a great tool. Think you could use some help with f- Whoa! You're not alone. Hundreds have used our tool to take their f- performance to the next level. The language! Of course, we're talking about managing Facebook ads on Aquizio. Oh. Buy, track, manage, optimize, and report on media across all major ad networks. Visit Aquizio.com to get a demo today. Aquizio. Search, social, display, one platform. WebmasterRadio.fm, keeping you out of rush hour traffic. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Welcome back to Purse Strings. Joining me today is Jim Lisinski, Google's Managing Director of U.S. Sales and Service. Jim's written an ebook called Winning the Zero Moment of Truth, or as he likes to call it, ZMOT. Jim, welcome to the program. Hi, Maria. Happy to be here. Well, congratulations on the book. You've gotten a lot of buzz out there since it debuted earlier this year. I've been watching a lot of the chatter online, um, but there may be some listeners out there who really haven't had the opportunity to either hear that chatter or pick up the book themselves. What is the zero moment of truth in its most simplest form? 
Yeah, the book has, in fact, been very well received, and I think it's because um, it's changing the way or at least challenging marketers to think about how they reach consumers and how they build their marketing plans. The idea of the zero moment of truth is sort of that, that moment online at which people first develop an opinion about our brand prior to encountering it in a physical world. So sort of historically, we would make pieces of ad stimulus, radio, TV, print, billboards, etc., even online banners that would drive awareness, tell people about our products, and then we would expect them to go to the point of sale, right, into the physical retail store or perhaps a, a, a web online e-commerce store. Uh, go from stimulus to shelf, if you will, even if that's a digital shelf. Um, but what we talk about in the book is that that model no longer holds to move from stimulus to shelf, that increasingly there are things that happen in between stimulus and shelf. And as we can discuss further, that those things that are happening are what we collectively call the zero moments of truth. Yeah. And, you know, let's let's jump right to the biggest triggers of the, the zero moment of truth, because as you said, there's a variety of things that happen between stimulus and shelf. Yeah. So, you know, the, the, the basic idea is that um, shoppers, uh, and when I say shoppers, I mean that in the broadest sense, whether it's B2B or B2C, um, they have sort of two trends uh, at their back. One is um, economic pressures. Everybody has to be smarter with the budgets they have. Again, if you're a business buyer with your OPEX or CAPEX budget, if you're a household buyer, uh, you know, your household pocketbooks are pinched. So you have to be smarter. And that sometimes means getting a better deal, but it also sometimes could mean just buying the right thing for the budget that you have set. So there's trend one. Trend two, of course, is the exponential increase in technology that's at everyone's disposal. You know, Maria, the, the Nexus cell phone, the Android cell phone that I've got here in my pocket as we speak has about the same level of computing power as my laptop did three years ago. Mm-hmm. So now the question becomes, given the fact that I have to make better, smarter choices and I'm empowered with this technology, how do those two change the way that I shop? Well, guess what? When I see your ad stimulus, because I have to make better choices and I have this technology, instead of just going to the shelf, I now dive into my technology and start researching, reading ratings and reviews, asking my social networks for opinions, all these kinds of things uh, help form my purchase decision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we definitely are motivated by budget these days, aren't we? I think a lot of us are spending a lot more time getting smart about the things that we think we need to buy. And when I say think we need to buy, we, we are really diving more into purchase that we feel are more critical. Um, and technology has been a, you know, a huge help in kind of ferreting out those, those details. Talk, if you would, um, about how ZMOT may vary, though, by industry and category. Yeah, so um, it, it definitely varies. We did a um, piece of a pretty thorough original research for the book uh, in partnership with a research company out of Atlanta called Shopper Sciences. And Shopper Sciences um, talked to consumers, buyers across a dozen or so categories, everything from uh, cars and refrigerators, white goods and appliances, all the way down to um, soda pop and chewing gum, more traditional I guess you'd call those impulse purchases to try and get a sense for 
um, how important and at what point between stimulus and shelf these zero-moment activities occur. And so what we found, Maria, was that across all categories on average, um, today's shopper is now consulting a little over 10 sources, 10.4 sources, to make their buying decision. Now, again, a source could be I saw it on a TV commercial, I asked my Facebook friends, uh, the associate in the aisle helped me, I read the package, so you know, all kinds of sources like that. But what's interesting about this, again, across all categories, is that just a year ago when we did this study, uh, the number of sources used were about five and a half to six. So we've seen in a year almost a doubling of the number of sources used. Now, as you point out in, uh, I guess, what's to trip traditionally been called higher involvement kinds of categories, maybe higher ticket categories like automotive, auto shoppers are using 18 different sources. Mm. Um, quick serve restaurant shoppers, uh, a few less than the average of 10, closer to eight. Uh, but nonetheless, um, there's an increasing amount of usage of these zero moment types of sources in all categories. Right. How do you, as a, as a company, get to your specific ZMOT, if you will, Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the question is, in my category, what are those zero moments? Mm-hmm. What are the questions people are asking after they see your ad stimulus but before they make a buying decision? So right. um, in the book, we, we offer some advice, and um, you know, there are a number of ways to get at this, but, but when you start to type a search and Google.com, you know, Maria, how you start typing kids bike, B-I-K, and Google's kind enough to sort of finish that search for you with some suggestions that drop down. So use that suggest tool and, t- and start typing in just your brand name, but don't finish it and pull your hands away from the keyboard and see what comes down. Mm. Those, are not, those um, suggestions are not hand curated by Google. Those are, in fact, wisdom of the crowds populated. So you can start to get a sense for what questions people are asking about your brand uh, at that zero moment. We also suggest that you could put the, your brand name and then the word or the letters VS period versus and see who choppers are comparing against. Your brand name and the word best your brand name or category name, and the word ratings or reviews, and see what comes up. That's a good place to start. And then you'll, of course, want to know, okay, well, how prominent is that, right? So uh, is that just one person looking for that, or is it hundreds of thousands or millions? And we have a free tool called the Search-Based Keyword Tool um, that we explain in the book how, how anybody can use for free to get a sense for what's the query volume, how prevalent are those zero moments. Mm-hmm. And how do you change your zero moments? Let's say you do all of that, Jim. You're, you put in verses, you put in best, you put in rating review. You don't like what you're seeing. How do you go about changing the zero moment of truth? Well, the first piece of advice that, that I would offer listeners is you have to have somebody in charge of this. So, you know, if I were to say to any marketer or any brand, um, Ad stimulus, who's in charge of your advertising? Most companies can pretty clearly identify this is my VP of national advertising or marketing communications. That's her job. If I were to ask you who's in charge of winning the point of sale or the shelf, this is my head of shopper marketing, this is my head of sales, this is my head of experiential marketing, pretty clear. Uh, And if I asked you, by the way, who's in charge of making a great product, you'd have a VP of product development. Okay, well, how about in this case? Who's in charge of making sure you win the zero moment, right? Because this is how shoppers are increasingly making decisions. So A, put someone in charge. B, identify those zero moments as we just discussed. And then C is you have to actually 
have content and be ready to answer those questions. Mm -hmm. So if someone is putting in um, best yellow mascara for evening dinner party, right? Well, if you make yellow mascara for evening dinner parties, do you have videos? Do you have mobile-enabled content? Do you have ratings and reviews so that in that zero moment, you, the brand, have a voice in the conversation and a hand in the decision? Mm-hmm. It's about being present, right, when those questions are being asked and providing the right answer that's going to drive that person to purchase your, your product or your service. Well, no doubt, Maria. I mean, that's the old Woody Allen advice. Mm-hmm. What does he say? 80, 80% of success in life is just showing up. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to take a quick break, Jim, but when we come back, I do want to talk about how you stay on top of Zmont. I mean, technology has changed our entire lives. It's beyond 24-7, I feel like. Uh, we're going to take on that and then, um, you know, talk about the implications for online marketers when Purse Strings returns in just a moment. Okay, time for something we can all relate to. Shopping. Her strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brad Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. WebmasterRadio.fm Welcome to the place your competitors get their edge. Jump on it. We're here for you 24-7. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. 
And we're back. Joining me today is Jim Lisinski, Google's Managing Director of U.S. Sales and Service. And we've been talking about his new ebook, Winning the Zero Moment of Truth. And uh, ZMOT, as he likes to call it, is um, about putting someone in charge of the zero moment of truth at companies. I would, I would hazard to guess that a, not a lot of companies have that person, Jim, in charge of ZMOT right now. No, that's right, and and that's understandable because, of course, this is new behavior by consumers that they have just started to adapt to post-recession onslaught and with more and more technology in their hands. So it's new to consumers, and marketers are new to it as well. You know, our, our book is only a couple of months old, even sort of identifying this concept. So I think the opportunity here is sort of not to feel behind if, if you're new to ZMOT, but actually the opportunity is to say, uh, for those of you who are doing 2012 marketing plans, 2012 brand or fiscal plans right now to sort of say, how can we make this part of our 2012 plan? Right. Maybe being one of the first in your category to actually seize ZMOT would actually put you ahead. And when I talk yeah. about seizing it, you know, this is about uh, being present online to answer those questions consumers uh, have um, about a product or service they're searching for. I would imagine, though, that it's really challenging to stay on top of what could be an ever-changing ZMOT. No doubt. And, and, you know, we've talked up until now about sort of the prompt for ZMOT being your ad stimulus, the messaging you control and that you put out in the marketplace. And, and that's by and large true. But your point about needing to be nimble and stay on top of it, sometimes what drives people to do this research and learning in the zero moment is not your ad stimulus, it's things out of your control. So, for example, it could be something on the news. If you're a food manufacturer and there's a news piece about your particular product or category being healthy or not healthy or a science research saying people should eat more of it or less of it, well, guess what? That's going to sort of drive people to do additional research, learn more about it, look up video reviews, uh, look for articles online. So you need to be nimble and recognize that it's not just things that you put in your annual brand plan 12 months ago and locked and loaded, but it's stuff that happens every single day. Mm-hmm. And so a piece of advice to listeners on that is um, you know, make sure you have Google Alerts set for your brand, your category, uh, keywords like recall, awards, news uh, for your category, your brand, and your competitors. So that way, you know, Google will find those stories as they break and send them to your inbox as you request. And you can say, aha, this is uh, now in prompt for a new set of zero moment. And then you can go down the path we discussed earlier, which is, am I there? Do I have the right content? Am I being part of that conversation? Mm-hmm. So in an everyday kind of scenario, how does Zmont change online marketing besides the fact that you have to be ever-present, ever-vigilant, and ever-responsive? Yeah, I think what it does is it, it sort of challenges and changes our traditional three-moment mental model of marketing. I mean, we all learn to be marketers by building a great product, making a killer ad to tell everybody about it, and then having a great experience in-store, in the dealer, or at the shelf, or at your e-commerce site. So now what we're saying is you still have to be very good at all three of those things. They're all as important, if not more important than ever. But now you have to be prepared to win this fourth moment, because increasingly it's the pivotal one that makes shoppers buy one product over another. Mm-hmm. Any final words to listeners today about Zmont and, and what we need to make sure we're aware of so we can go and seize the day, literally? <laughs> 
Well, yeah, I'd come back to your comment that um, because it is new that marketers who understand this concept are intimately close to how their consumers are making zero-moment queries, zero-moment decisions. If you understand this and can act on it, it absolutely, we believe, can give you a competitive advantage in your category. I mean, Maria, consumer intimacy has always been the number one job of marketers. So in a sense, nothing has changed, but in a sense, everything has changed. So those who are on top of it stand to win. Well, and I know folks can download your book at zeromomentoftruth.com, and I would encourage them to do so. Jim, thanks so much for being on the program today. My pleasure. Again, that's zeromomentoftruth.com. Check out the book. I'm so glad to have Jim on the show. And thanks to my producer, George, for another great one. Join us right here for another edition of First Rings next Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern time. Until then, make it a great one. <laughs>